That's intro music for Cave Lab. Yeah. Uh, my name is uh, Josh Hill from the Hill and Mine, and I have Mr. Greg Diara yeah. with me. Of uh, I, I don't know. You used to be Stella Cutta oh, things, yes. and then now you're just a man of mystery. Man, yes, of, uh, of town, but an elusively man. wonderful fellow. Well, so thank, thank you, you for coming out tonight. Oh yeah, thank you for having me. So usually at the beginning of Cave Lab, we sort of talk about um, like. Uh, you know the origins of life, or mm. not or life necessarily, but of your. I can't life. answer that question. Yeah. <laughs> but of your life, of okay. the origins of just sort of like a little bit of a biographical beginnings of music, mm. of, of music. Yeah, of, or of, if you don't want, to, or baseball. If that was <laughs> baseball. <laughs> swords. Okay. Um. I let's see. I was born in. Um, I was born in Montreal, originally, and I moved here. No, I was a lad, and my dad is a um, West African. He's from West Africa. <laughs> he yeah. plays West African <laughs> nice. music, traditional cool. um, Malian music. And I remember um, going back and visiting him. Um, he would have rehearsals quite cool. a bit, and I would go and like hang out and you yeah. know, kind of jump in and play some shows with him from time to time. Growing up, so playing what, like, what instrument? Just like percussion stuff, okay, you cool. know, just like yeah. it was, it was, it was totally for me. I was of yeah. no contribution to the actual <laughs> band at right, all. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that that was that was pretty cool. And then growing up here, I didn't really grow up in like a very musical okay. household. I was kind of a late late bloomer. I mean, I sang a lot. I've pretty much yeah. been singing like forever yeah. in my whole life, but. Until I started playing an instrument, I was yeah, probably like twelve or thirteen or something. Sorry, like, Gustav just came out and he's uh, my cat and he's uh, moving. Goose. He's like trying to move the microphones around. Gustav, this is a pretty early sighting. Um, yeah. So you were singing your whole life, and, yeah. uh, and then when did you start playing piano? Uh, like, God, I was like tail end of eighth grade year, so oh wow, twelve. That is a late 13. bloomer. It was Jeez. late, yeah. Well, I had like that's when I started playing. Like a lot. There are there are some memories. I have memories of like dabbling on yeah, you know, some pianos of like friends of my mom's or something growing right, up. Right, right. And so did you start taking lessons? No, I didn't take lessons until it's like junior year of high school. Oh wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there was a really good um jazz pianist that came and they had like the whole they started the whole jazz department. Up until that point it was just like I was just in contemporary rock ensemble. Nice. So I was playing pop <laughs> rock things. It was fucking awesome. Oh, I, yeah. I loved that. and definitely got a lot out of that. But then the uh, the big shadow of, you know, academia. Fancy saying, pants yeah. music. Yeah, fancy <laughs> pants music. Like fun fun time is over. Right. Know, it's time to, what, what is this practice thing? Right, What right, is that, right, yeah. you know? Yeah, practice. And right, right. Were you ever writing music at that time, or? Yeah, I always wrote. Writing was always pretty. Uh, was pretty. I did that quite a bit. Um, I remember, like a really early influence. Um, <laughs> it was kind of embarrassing, but it was El Elton John. <laughs> it was like That's awesome. huge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like uh, what was it? My mom was out of town or something, and I was like hanging at my stepdad's, and I just found like this Elton John. Greatest hits, and they're just like, what? Oh my God, what is this? Yeah, and uh, that's so funny. But then from there, yeah, I I just like learned a bunch of his tunes, and then just pretty much started writing like immediately. Oh right, wow! Right when okay. that started, yeah. And so were you? Were you like writing like 
poetry before that or anything like that, or was that just sort no, of? No, I wasn't no. much of a okay. poet. No. So, but but just songwriting came very naturally to you. Songwriting happened pretty quick. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what were you writing about at that time? I mean, ridiculous, ridiculous. <laughs> well, I mean, things. most people are like all angsty and stuff when they're like. No, I was you, just super cheesy. You were super. Uh, yeah, I mean, Elton John was. Elton John like the was. Influence, yeah, so of course, it can't really go any other, any other direction. So oh man, it's ultimate. Do you, have, do you have any examples of? Uh, oh God, what was? Uh, <laughs> well, okay. actually, I do remember. <laughs> A song I wrote in high school called Long Away From Here. Long Away From Here. <laughs> and what we're far away from was never really, you never, we never really found that out, really. Wow. So who knew, who knew what the, this here was? I feel like there's know, like, there's like popular here. songs that are today that are that elusive. Uh, and ambiguous, that, yeah. lyrically, yeah. 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 Like, I feel like I'm, I, for some reason, like collective soul is coming to mind. <laughs> I, don't, I, really, I don't really know. I don't know why oh that's coming to mind, but yeah. they, I've come across collective soul collective a lot soul. recently. That's a pretty, like, ambiguous thing. <laughs> <laughs> when I walked in my heart, in a step to the edge. Well, when you have such captivating melodies, I, know. I think you oh, can no, just write I'm, about anything. You know, know, it's true. I really love collective soul. There's one of those, yeah. Yeah, there's like that, that group of bands from the 90s. I would just think of them and brought back to like this magical time growing up. You know, oh, yeah. them on the radio. So were you were you like, were you pretty okay with like pop music then growing yeah. up always? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, pop music was definitely pretty close to my heart. And yeah. it wasn't until the whole like jazz thing began right. that I really stepped away from that, you know, and then kind of came back to it. It kind of did like a full circle. Well, I've always just like respected people who are like, who like drew the good things from pop music, mm. you know, and yeah. just was like, yeah. Yeah, like I'm gonna like learn from Collective Soul, you know. Totally. <laughs> Just like totally. you know, they're they're a good band. You they're know? really good band. <laughs> yeah, totally. But but they don't like they don't have like the same like respect that somebody like Stevie Wonder has or something. And, uh, I see. Like musically, I feel you. Yeah. But there's still something to be learned from that right, pop music, for sure. right? Well, yeah, absolutely. Well, when it's someone like Stevie Wonder who's so like technically, yeah. you know, advanced. Um, that just opens up a lot of possibilities, I guess, for you right, if you're a right. pop songwriter, but yet you've like still trained or have some right. sort of background. It's not just getting right, together right, right. with dudes in, in your garage. <laughs> not saying you can't create incredible music, that right, way, right? But it's obviously just different possibilities Absolutely. arise, you know. Yeah. You yeah. So then, so uh, sort of take me. When was your first time like writing songs and playing with those with people? High school. High school. Yeah, okay. a lot of that happened in high school, and then. Um, yeah, because that's actually when I guess the seed of you know Stella Cutta was right. really was uh, discovered. Yeah, because I met Meredith and Max and right. you know Dylan and all those guys. So then, yeah, it was around around that time. I want to say like sophomore year, okay. sophomore junior year. Cool. And you guys started mm-hmm. playing together then, and mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, started hanging out and but it's, it happened really. I don't know. It was pretty random. I think I was just chilling with Meredith one day and. She just had like some poem or something, and I was like, I want to write music to that, and that's kind of how it began. <laughs> she just like write these really beautiful oh, yeah. poems. I mean, she's yeah. obviously really gifted, and uh, yeah, it was just a good. It was kind of like a pop shed for me at first, you know, right, just right. like cause that's kind of how Elton John wrote. Like he doesn't write any of his lyrics. Like Bernie Taupin writes them, right, and then he right. gets them, and then she has to like compose a song right. to it. So in terms of like becoming formed, I guess, you know, as a songwriter, like yeah. in terms of, 
you know, thinking about form and structure and all that. That was a good. So, good so you sort of stages. started with that, like, with using other people's lyrics. Yeah, yeah, mm, for sure. I, well, and except then, for the cheese. Stuff. Except for the cheese, stuff, which which, <laughs> which is still going to remain well, a secret. I and guess. die with yeah. me. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I no, get you. Oh no, that's <laughs> I understand. I get it. I get it. Yeah. So it's, it's it's so it's pretty recently that you've been writing your own. Yeah, lyrics well, I guess and it's everything? recent that, I, that I've decided to actually, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Write your own words right. and everything. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. So sure. how has that change been for you? Hmm. How has that changed? I think um, it's been good. I mean, I, I don't think it's I'm as awful as, <laughs> you know, I convinced myself when I was younger. Right. But it's not because, I mean, when you're in a band with, you know, people like Max and Meredith, they're yeah. really, really talented in that way. It's... Definitely some insecurity growing up because it wasn't really my strong suit. Like the musical ideas came so much, yeah, so much sooner than the lyrical ones. But now I'm actually finding that, um, uh, you know, I have some some things I would like would like to say, and yeah. I think there's a lot of meaning that just come comes out naturally. And when I'm writing the tunes and just kind of finding the words that go to that, it can't. It's just not like a forced process at all. You know, it's just like a it's not a forced what, process right, right now. Writing the lyrics. Oh, writing yeah. the lyrics. Okay. I mean, because when I do, when it, when it happens that way, it's just terrible. Of it's course, just not yeah. good if you're trying to write yeah. from the place because you have like an intention. Like I want to sure. sit down and write. So are you think, are you a pretty melodic kind of fellow when it comes to songwriting? Um, on a good day. On a good <laughs> day. Well, just I mean, what is like what is your like? I I think I sort of have like a. I'm more of like a like a texture or feeling. Mm. What's your what's your sort of like seed for a song? I would say sometimes sometimes it's a melody, sometimes it's a um a chord progression. Rarely is it like a riff. There's only been like a couple <laughs> It's like such a rock and roll it's thing. It's such a rock and roll thing, yeah. And like that wasn't my bag when I was in yeah. high school. Like everyone, you know, was like loving Zeppelin and shit and like I love yeah. them now, but I wasn't yeah then and uh there's a few tunes now that are very riff riff based, but oftentimes I, I think it is still sort of staying in that like Elton, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. piano pop rock sort of right, vein right. of just like you know chord chord progression and melody, which is a, it's but, style. and kind of more. I mean, piano composers tend to have more harmony, yeah, or sort of more varied like textures and more varied rhythms right. and like. Mm. It just the instrument lends itself to that, so mm-hmm. it's only natural that that's what you would do, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And that's how I, was. I feel like I'm growing, it's growing away from that a bit, yeah. just especially after like spending a good amount of time and just like the instrumental right. world and focusing that okay. way. There's like different different approaches. But so it's it's, it's it's almost time for a song. Is it time for a tune? For the first song. For the first one. So what's okay. the first tune that you're going to be playing for us today? This song, it's kind of been undecided what the title is, but I just kind of thought of one today because I knew okay. I was going to be playing it. I'm going to call it Tip. Down here, something watching closely and still. No gremlins or monsters in the mirror. It's caving in, it folds just like a book of hymns. But don't go on and on about it. Spines grow, no one's come to aid. 
that song is really gorgeous and awesome. Oh, so thank yeah. You, um, so I it led me to think about I uh, a lot of your music kind of sounds like uh, musical <laughs> music or like <laughs> kind of like uh, there's like well there's definitely like a dramatic yeah. arc. It's like a long form, right? You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, just knowing you personally, I know that you're influenced by musicals. Yeah, I love musicals. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't. What is what is like? Because I'm kind of a narrative uh, writer too, or sort of like mm-hmm. at least musically. Um, how does that work for you? I don't know. Are you are you like? Do you have like a specific story, or is it just kind of more of an abstract thing? It's pretty abstract. Yeah. But I think. Um, yeah, just from like listening to a lot of musicals growing up, especially like Sondheim was yeah. a composer that like really, really hit a lot. I feel, um, I don't know. Yeah, it just kind of comes out <laughs> that yeah. way, you know? Right. Like that song just definitely came out like pretty, pretty dramatic and like grandiose sounding, I guess. But, um, yeah, well, it just, when you have, I don't know if it's a piano thing. It kind, it it kind, kind of, of is, is right? yeah, yeah, totally. And especially, like, in this setting, like, ideally, yeah. like, when I, you know, record it or do it right. with a band, it's probably not going to sound as, like, you know, No, I think it was awesome. It was, I was, it was great. I just grew I, like, Freddie Mercury was, like, an enormous oh, yeah, influence on me sure. growing up, and I don't know, I just really, as much as I'm trying to, like, grow into, like, becoming more subtle, yeah. like, I really appreciate, like, very non-subtle, <laughs> like, performers and that right. for some for some reason. Well, something I've something always about, respected about you is that you, like, you're able to, like, see the goodness in a lot of different things that I, <laughs> oh, I don't know, man. like, I think that's really, that's really cool because I've just always been really picky about yeah. everything and I don't like anything. I hear you. But yeah. I, I really feel like, uh... I just, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like getting to know you, I've like, I don't know. Like, I didn't really like Fleetwood Mac but for, for a long time. But then I feel like getting to know you, I've realized that Fleetwood Mac oh, is beastly. You amazing. Know? Yeah. yeah. Incredible. <laughs> Especially for like just the band dynamic that they oh, had yeah. to tolerate. I know. Well, making work like that. But yeah. is there, I mean, I don't know if it's a terrible question, but like what, what is like not, what don't like, what? Not, you don't need to say anything specific, but is there like a thing about musicians that you just like that turns you off, like puts a sour taste mm-hmm. in your mouth? Mm-hmm. I think it's um, the taking ownership for something that just you, it isn't yours, really. You know, it's like mean? Uh, meaning. I think like the athletic aspects of being a musician, like. Um, I don't know. Can kind of give you a false a false sense of like, I I've I've accumulated this skill. Like it's mine. It's um, I guess just looking at looking at myself. If I don't if I don't feel like I can put myself in a in a humble position, having to like humble myself to yeah to whatever's trying to come through, then I don't know. Yeah, I just get. Are, are you kind, kind of a little talking about like over technical things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's kind of what like I'm shredding, at. like shredding, like <laughs> rippers. Like because I went to, I went to ASU, and that was an aspect of that was just in the air and part of the environment that was like really like toxic for me personally. Like I couldn't like oh, yeah. really hang with that just because it's, you know, kind of putting you in a mindset of like. <laughs> you want to play like Charlie Parker? Yeah, something like, <laughs> something like that. But then also, yeah like what you have to bring needs to be put in a drawer under the sink and you can get back to that later after you go through like these 
certain steps, you know, and like that's important to do to take those certain steps, but it wasn't really like established within me first that I knew I had to take them. So right. when someone was just like telling me that I had to do these things, I right. just had like a natural aversion to it because I okay. hadn't figured out why I needed to do it for myself, you know. So so you have sort of an aversion to um being told what to do. <laughs> well, I get yeah, I get you, but I, I what I'm thinking more of is is when um, other other songwriters or musicians sort of become stock. Yeah. Like 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 stock saxophone. I feel you. Bebop players. Right, right. Or like, they're just they're filling out a uh, yeah like a certain mechanical function. But that's, they can do it. That's just like which I, is a beautiful thing, and really course. should be. You no. know, I look up to that, and I actually am like I work towards you know right. being able to yeah. do that. Obviously, but I think um, that thing that you're talking about, like that, what rubs you wrong about musicians? It's not like they're not vulnerable to what's really like driving their creativity, which is like a very like sensitive and like emotionally yeah. you know right. intelligent part of us that right. is trying to come through you know yeah i i like the a lot of times there is a big disconnect between the technical and the emotional mm-hmm. um and i i feel like i so i had a rehearsal today with with um well i guess one guy is actually from india and i think the other the other one's from afghanistan but they're you know i guess we're playing carnatic or that's cool hindustani classical music yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they're like they're incredibly technical and like they're they're communicating in a way that I can't yeah really hang with for like, sure just like because they're like I'm gonna do this like polyrhythm and he's like oh yeah that's cool yeah 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 but it feels it all feels very emotional to me mm-hmm. like there's well, like a very close connection between the technique and the emotion right it's just balanced well yeah right yeah, yeah. and it seems cool. like I, I mean a lot of this actually really goes into like especially like shredding. Mm. Which is a big part of Phoenix, right? <laughs> yes, like, it really is. like metal <laughs> and, and yeah. hardcore and music. like incredible like ripping jazz oh, yeah. players, you oh, know, yeah. our age, like fucking killing, you know. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. And I don't want to sound like I don't no, appreciate of course those not. guys. They're amazing. It's, but there is just like a as people, yeah. If if they don't like, if you can't open up emotionally as a person right. in whatever way, not even like with conversation or whatever, just. Sure. But if you're not like open to that, mm-hmm. you know, being vulnerable, then your mm-hmm. your technique is just going to be the only thing that's seen, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know. And it's almost like, but then it's also like maybe I just don't understand metal. <laughs> I've been thinking a lot I mean, about it, metal. It, it, I guess know? that's an emotion. It is too. an emotion because it's like yeah. rage. It's just like pure rage or something. But it's not like a vulnerable thing. It's like still a defense mechanism against which is still being driven by an emotion. Right. And it's like that's the emotion that they're communicating. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know if that's maybe it is more valid, and maybe I just don't understand. Maybe it's like anger and rage, is like <laughs> anger really and the rage. ultimate. Instead of this, like you know, brooding, like right. you know, self-deprecating. Right. For sure. For sure. No, it's it's a, it's it's that that whole balance between technique and emotion is really. Mm. I mean, how so? For your like, are you a disciplined? fellow <laughs> fuck no oh my god Hell no. so how did you get how, were you disciplined at some point like as far as like getting your technique or are you just like naturally um, like oh god man i don't know <laughs> I, I don't like asking i don't like asking myself this no, it's, <laughs> but it's good this is why this is why i'm here with you josh yeah i need this i need this my disciplined no but I, I, I'm starting to realize I don't know how necessary it is to 
I, I'm not going to say it's not necessary to be disciplined. You have to be disciplined to right. a certain degree. But I don't think that I have as good of a sense of, like, what I need to do as, like, just my inherent yeah. intelligence, I guess. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there's something that will just kind of guide me day to day right. that will always never really steer me wrong. But if I try and, like, steer the boat, which is what school was for me, that gets incredibly <laughs> uncomfortable. You know yeah. what I mean? So you're going to do... Um a cover, right? Yeah. Yeah, so let's talk so. about it a little more. Okay, cool. Cuz I want to talk I want you to tell me about it. Okay. Yeah, so um, yeah. It's yeah, it's a, it's a group called Field Music. Okay. And uh they're from London and they're kind of like a like a yes Beatles e hybrid. And I got hip to them by my buddy um Dylan who got hip to them by Nate Wood, the yeah. drummer. And, Knee body, right? body. Yeah. and uh, he was like, "You gotta check out this band." Nate told me about him, and I went and listened to him. And I don't know, there's there there is like that good balance of like technical maturity and like emotional intelligence in their music, yeah. you know. And I was really drawn drawn to that. And the song itself, "You and I," it's just a beat. I don't know, it's just a beautiful song. The melody just <laughs> fucking hit really hard, and the sentiment is really nice. And um, I don't know. I love it. Oh. <laughs> it's a song that I love. That's that sounds like a good thing. <laughs> yes. Let's let's check it out. Let's check it out.
field music. Ah, there's so much good music. There really is. That just doesn't... <laughs> <laughs> it kind of sucks sometimes. It, well, it's... It, it does suck, because <laughs> there's just... I mean, it's it's... There's so many good musicians, and there's so many shitty musicians That's too. True. You know, That's and true. it's a balance. And I mean, it's I only say shitty because Hopefully I don't balance. like them, which is totally unfair. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> but I've, you know, I feel like that's a beautiful song. But it's also, you know, I I, I can sort of understand why mm. maybe I don't know about it or mm-hmm. something because it just seems like a very niche. Yeah, it's like this. It's like too beautiful and and cutting into your soul <laughs> yeah, for like for like pop music or something. I don't know. Yeah, I'm yeah. just a buffoon, you know. Like so, it's like me, me not too. knowing it means nothing. I just there's a lot of shit I don't know, you know. Me so. too, man. Me um, too. And it's always a lesson to like just be receptive to new, yeah, new absolutely. artists, you know. Like, no, I I am now a fan of field music. I have no awesome. idea what they sound like. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> but just just and that's just so great. I I really. I don't, and maybe this isn't a thing anymore where people don't like learn songs anymore, mm. you know, mm. or like there's not a respect for the songwriter. I was thinking about that because I, you do it so much when you're growing up. Yeah. You first getting into music. Yeah. It's like every song that you hear and love, right. you just immediately go and play it. But I pretty much only do that now <laughs> for, for, money. for work. Yeah, I get <laughs> exactly. you. Which is cool that like it evolved to be that. But now right. I guess anytime I can do what I want to do, it's either practice something you know yeah technically or just work on my own right my own songs yeah or just <laughs> but there's there there was a thing about really growing up with um learning all a lot of songs you know like yeah and uh being able to play that because that was like how you made your money mm-hmm. if you're a musician you'd play cover tunes right. and that was that was it what you did and you'd maybe write some new tunes and mm-hmm. But now I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> how you know. is it done? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's just it's obviously very systemic at this point. Yeah, like you can't like the individual doesn't really have a whole lot of gusto anymore. I don't think. Like you don't think so. Well, I mean, well, okay, that sounds. No, I. I Meaning, yeah. like you know, Sondheim would write something and then just walk down the street, right. and at the time he's just like a nobody, you know, he's just some guy. Just walks down the street and hands over this, you know, script or piece of music to someone, and boom, you have a show. Like you have like right. a musical in New York. Yeah. Whereas like now, it's either, either it has to like be a Disney adaptation right. or like a movie adaptation or something. Oh well, yeah. And if you want to make a new musical or anything, it has to be right. Right. Be, right. Yeah. Because there's no money in a new work. Mm, in a new work, yeah. Yeah. So I think you kind of have. Yeah, you gotta. You know that there's infiltrate a, somehow. There's like a terrible like sort Neo. of paradox with that because I don't know if it's a paradox, but I don't know. I'm gonna. This is the point of the podcast where I sound like an idiot. But I've sounded like an idiot. Yeah. So, it's, it's, it's all right. <laughs> so basically, like you you can't make a new movie or musical unless it's about something that's already happened before. Yeah. But then what happens after that is then that corporation like owns. Yeah. Like they own Little Mermaid forever, <laughs> which exists like which was like you know like a European folk tale forever, forever yeah. and then now Some Disney owns it forever, and it's kind of like, it's kind of evil. Yes, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> like I, agree. I, I understand like because they did a good job with it, but uh. but you gotta like you know the tradition of. Re, like it's the same in like when when in jazz you learn a bunch of tunes yeah 
And then, uh, like, I feel like the original source of the tune is sometimes really awesome. Mm-hmm. But as people create different versions of it, you get these, like, amazing versions of, of songs, mm-hmm. you know, where, you know, like... I, I like oh, I, yeah. like you know like Ella Fitzgerald or something sure. singing an older song sure. becomes this like amazing example of it that wasn't gonna happen if a lot of people hadn't like played that song over thirty years. Or right, something. right, right, right. I got you. Yeah, I don't know. Just like <laughs> passing. Well, it's just like sharing sharing knowledge and sharing. Yeah, art. it just has. Yeah, like an inevitably, just has we're, to pass. That. We're kind of just like into ourselves all the time. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's true. Well, I think that that's an important step though, <laughs> to obviously try and be right, as like self-aware as possible. But yeah, the time does, the time will come where, where it inevitably comes, I guess, where society will ask you to, right. to share, to pass along your wisdom, you know? Of Even course. You don't. Yeah. But you have to have this like appreciation for everything that happens around you right or like i like what is this balance between just like all right i need to focus on like my shit yeah but i also like i mean clearly there's a lot of amazing things happening totally i don't know how do you balance that i don't feel like i can really be of any help to anything or, or anyone if i'm not to some degree like taking responsibility for you yeah. know just what's going on what's going on internally, which is obvious, which is like just shifting all the time. So it's kind of like, um, you know, if you're, if you're like really, you want a lot of strong emotions about how you feel about like war or something. And there's like a huge protest going on. You get asked to go. It wouldn't make sense to me for someone to be like, because I am against like war, yeah. Like it's more important for me to go, right. Just like not even associate it, associate right. with it in any way, and that's like my form of service. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I think we we very easily like feed what it is we're trying to change by not looking at ourselves first, in See a weird way. Saying. Do you know? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, if you try to change things without changing yourself prematurely, you know? even yeah. if they're bigger society, even if they're things. huge society, and that's oh, kind man. of what I'm pointing at right oh, now. Shit. Like uh, that's just where that, my mind went. Yeah, <laughs> good job. That's right. I, I had going. never thought about it that way. Yeah, yeah. But you're sorry. I think you were describe, talking about like music. No, like I, the lineage no. Of, you can. That's cool. Talk like talking about greater societal changes. That's where totally, I was going. Well, I don't know. No, I just think same, it's all the same stuff. I just think it has to start from. It's all human relations. From this one, you know. Yeah, I like, get you. Yeah, yeah, if I don't know this one. Then so I don't what's know. like? What's your like? Like, I, I just like the last. You know, when I do this, like, I mean, everybody I've had on so far is just, like, so talented. It, like, makes me, <laughs> like, they're all, I don't know, everybody's so good, and they write cool songs, and yeah. they're all good singers and good musicians, and, like, you know, we're all kind of in this same nebulous boat right now. Yeah, um, most definitely. Which is, it's just fine, you know. Yeah. We're still young, but mm-hmm. what's, um like, what's, like, what do you want, ultimately? Oh, God, ultimately... Um, as a musician, as a music, oh. if if I could, if I could um, deliver uh, just anything, pizzas, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If um, if I can contribute to any part of like the healing 
process, you know, for us, like, as, yeah. as a species through music, then I, then that's, you know, yeah. the ultimate. Cool. Ultimate That's goal. a good answer. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's all, you know. But once again, it has to start with... Seems like there's a know. pretty common thread where a lot of people who write songs just want to connect to other people, mm. you know? Because it's... Yeah, it's such it's, a connected or it's art a, form. It's or it's like, a way that you are more comfortable connecting for with sure. something. It's like yeah. it's a more comfortable way to lay out. This is what I'm feeling. So yeah, 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 yeah. You know, totally. I, I did. I definitely don't want to just talk to you like you, like <laughs> random person. I'm probably not going to just show up at your apartment and like connect to you in that way. But mm-hmm. you can. Here's this like very safe place where we can connect on that way. Mm-hmm. For sure. And and like, you know, say you fall in love with someone's song, but then like you meet that person, and for some <laughs> reason there's like there's still that rub, you know, you know oh, yeah. like vibe, and you're still you've already connected with like right. a beautiful part of that. Right. It doesn't matter. Without. Yeah, it's a different level. It is. Yeah. I don't know. I've never like met an artist that, I, maybe I just haven't met any artists where I was like, I don't know. Like I feel like I'd have to really just like talk to them for a long time, like because like, anytime yeah. like if you go see someone after a show like in a club or something, oh god, you know it's just like this terror. Like I don't even want to go talk to them. I know, yeah, right. <laughs> like because then I'm like I go up and I'm like I really enjoyed that you do things. And like, <laughs> Thank you. I, I you know, <laughs> yeah. very very like even if they're very appreciative of the overall whole of like, mm. I don't know. yeah. Yeah. I feel you. So what what's like your so right now you have you have tunes that you're writing and you have a band of sorts that you're mm, sort of sort of sort of it's getting I have there. Bo- bodies that agree that are have agreed <laughs> <Yeah>. to record. <laughs> right, okay. So, so I can't really I'm not I don't know what's going to happen no. after the recording process. So you you you're doing your recordings is the focus. Right? Recordings the focus, yeah. Okay, mm. cool. So what what sign sort of thing are you recording? Like EP album. 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 Album, yeah. Full length going, just going for it. Nice. Coming right out of the hat cool. with it, yeah. yeah. So there's, you have one more song to play? I guess so. Yeah, I don't know what you want to play, but. If you play, <sighs> okay. I don't know, even if you have like an old tune, that might be cool. An old? Like an Empty an, Chairs. Oh man, Empty Chairs. <laughs> I'll jam on some Empty Chairs, I guess. Yeah, I, do you I wanna mean. Wor- you want to work it out a bit, or is you good, or? No, I don't have to work it out. <laughs> <laughs> the song's 13 years old, I think I got it. <laughs>
I definitely forced Greg to play a Stella Cutta song, <laughs> which is Empty Chairs, Yeah, which is just, yeah, mm. you know. Yeah, it was a good, fun one. It was a good band. It was a fun band. Good time. And uh, so mm. Meredith wrote the lyrics for that? Yeah. And, That's know. actually a good example of one where, you know, cool. music to lyrics sort That's of thing. beautiful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much for coming, Greg. Of yeah. course, man. It's really good to chat with you as yeah. always. Yes. Um, I'm definitely. glad that we could archive this particular chat for all of human history <laughs> this particular chat yeah how we're feeling in these this particular yeah moment yeah it was a good it was, it was a good, good one so for sure. yeah good it's, it's i also just i mean part of the joy is just watching people perform on my on my instruments like, <laughs> oh it felt so good so oh thanks yeah. for having me man yeah absolutely so i look forward to the new recordings and Thank you. uh yeah just uh Mm-hmm. Seems like some good stuff's going on. It's coming along. Yeah. Slowly but surely. Cool, man. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye now. Goodbye. 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 Yeah. Goodbye. Outro. Good talking to you. Goodbye. Thank you for listening today. Have a great rest of your day or night or whatever it is. Goodbye.